Family-owned and operated, Toys and Ford is proud to serve the drivers of the Chippewa Valley with some of the most popular vehicles around Wisconsin and the country. They're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand-new vehicles to choose from, as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover SUV and trucks. Plus, with their expert finance, service, and part centers in-house, they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs. Visit them today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard in Chippewa falls well major league baseball opening day is uh, less than a couple weeks away we're getting closer and closer to opening day here for the eau claire express it's going to be here before you know it i know spring the official day is going to be next week here but wisconsin's got to cooperate here with us a little bit but we're kind of counting down the days for for opening day in, in May, and uh, you know we've had Sammy on a couple times. Uh, we've had even Dale. We got him uh, to come over here. It's about time we get the owner himself, Mister Craig Toyson, in studio. So, well, how you doing, man? You're getting Good. ready uh, for warmer weather coming up here too. So, uh, you getting, yeah, excited to, to, to escape for a couple of days and yeah. get down to warm weather. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I saw you. Was it a couple weeks ago? You were in Minnesota watching some uh, college baseball yeah. over there too. Yeah. Uh, the the fun thing is we had a couple of Express alumni and a couple guys coming in this year that were there and. Uh, any chance you get to watch baseball in the Midwest this time of year, whether it's indoor, obviously it's going to be indoors. Right, uh, you got to take advantage. I've been to U.S. Bank for concerts and, and football mm-hmm. games, and it was fun to see the conversion to a baseball field. Yeah. There's some weird quirks to it, but great to get a look at the pitch clock, see how that all worked, and uh, oh yeah, get excited for the season. Want to talk to you about that? But I want to give you props too. I totally agree with you. No glove for the foul ball. You got to bare hand. Got to bare hand him. Got to bare hand it. I've been on that for like a while now so i was glad when i saw you post that on there if you so. ever if you ever uh, uh get a chance you, you got to do it because you, you'll, you'll impress other dads if nothing else right yeah. yep exactly <laughs> so have you seen that was it uh was it the evan longoria clip from a while ago i think when he was like, oh the doing, commercial for yeah yeah. yeah yeah he just flips around and catches yeah. that i was like oh that'd be I, so cool I, <laughs> i've caught a foul ball down at a brewer spring training game a couple of, a bunch of years ago it's my my oldest son was i think three or four at the time so that's about 10 years ago and then uh obviously got this one which is which not a quite as big a deal but i did catch a home run at target field probably three years ago and i caught that on the fly too and my younger son was with me and, and playing pokemon on the phone because he was younger <laughs> and i catch the ball the crowd kind of ooze and then he turns and i hand it to him and he goes where'd this come from like i literally oh, just caught it you man. gotta pay attention man <laughs> that's awesome oh my goodness well, that's that's a cool story. <laughs> uh, so, hey, first year under under in the books, I should yeah. say, as as owner. Uh, how did it go? Did anything kind of surprise you? Expectations? I mean, you're kind of sure. going in, you know, a little bit of an unknown. I mean, you were at the ballpark whenever you weren't coaching. You yep. were, you yep. were there all there the time. So, bit, yeah. But uh, what were your impressions first uh, year? I was surprised how much I got into the baseball side of things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, as far as the team stuff, that's Dale, and I'm not going to get in the way of that. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd been to Express games in the past, and I've enjoyed going. And, and uh, you know, I probably made it to two, three games a year, and sometimes upwards of five or six. But you know, you, the players come and go, and there's mm-hmm. no way around that. But I was amazed, like once you kind of get to know some of the guys, how seriously you start taking the baseball. And uh, it was really an exciting year. I think we had you know five, six wins by a walk off last year. Uh, w- which is uncommon, and mm-hmm. the team chemistry that those guys had yeah. was really off the charts. And, and I think uh, we, there's probably been more talented teams that have come through Eau Claire, but as far as chemistry-wise, I think that 
that was really toward the top from everything mm-hmm. I've heard. And they were just a great group of guys. So it was fun to see that. To get to know the host families was awesome because they're just great people and staying in touch with them uh, this winter and excited to, to join the ranks this spring. We're actually going to host a player. Oh, ourselves. nice. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Exciting. And um, it, it's just, it, it was fun to kind of get a grip on things and understand how the process works. So mm-hmm. when we could go into this first off season, really figure out what we wanted to do to make the the game day experience pop for people yeah definitely uh you mentioned the the chemistry and that's something that i noticed a lot it just seemed like a fun loving group mm-hmm. i mean there was whether it was you know fun with the little uh, home run trots or, or anything like that it was just a bunch of kids looking like they were having fun playing baseball out there yeah they were there were, there were some characters in that group uh, and, and one of them you know really charlie Sacconi, i think yes. was really kind of the yep. one that, that the conor mcgregor to. you know yeah he was he was great and and what's fun is he was in the transfer uh, portal and went down to UIC, so he's playing for Illinois Chicago now. And they played down at Alabama this spring, so they went down there. Didn't go very well as Alabama's a top twenty-five mm-hmm. team in the country. They're, they're great, but we had you know four guys from UIC last year and four guys from Montevallo, which is down in that same neck of the woods. The four guys from Montevallo drove over to, to hook up with those guys for the weekend series. So we great picture of eight of those guys from last year. That's together. awesome, and I think that that really tells you what a brotherhood it is for these yeah. guys to, to, to play together. Whether or not they get to go play the next level of baseball, they've got the opportunity to build something pretty significant with each other. Those friendships, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned that too. It was like, you know, I kind of got a little chills thinking about that because I, <laughs> I just watched Sandlot for the first time with my kiddo, and that's what I was kind of envisioning, that tight-knit group. That's yep. what everybody who played baseball as kids, that's kind of what yeah. you, you developed that that yeah. group, that family-like type of Yeah, and, and we're, we're going through that now with my – my oldest son is uh, his last year of ponies before he moves out of the high school level. But you know, pl- you play with the same kids year in and year out, and you, you mm-hmm. build relationships with those families. And uh, if I've got a social event, those are probably the first families I'm calling to get together with right. because you, you, you've gone through a lot together and you've watched your kids grow up together. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it, it's tight relationships all the way around. Yeah, no doubt. I know we got some exciting things already kind of announced and planned. I'll get to that here in a second, but pitch clock I think is what I'm really intrigued about just from a baseball standpoint sure. you know seeing this in play at, at the Northwoods League and I think this is I don't know your feelings on it I like it in terms of getting these kids prepared I know they kind of do it in college and that but that's another yeah. element to the Northwoods League with everybody always talked about the wooden bats you know kind of getting yep. prepared and now you got the pitch clock mm-hmm. which I think is really beneficial to the players but what are your thoughts on the on the pitch clock coming I'm I'm very excited about it. Obviously, I don't I don't like paying another position. I'll say right. that but <laughs> I've got our pitch clock operator hired for the year, so that's that's exciting to have that uh, settled in. But uh, I I've heard it from both directions where people mm-hmm. are just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And what happened to you know encouraging guys to get in the box by throwing at them? And it's like, oh, right. that, there's there's too much money in the line now. Guys don't want to do that anymore, and, yep. and rightfully so. But I, I think w- when you looked at Northwoods League games, and I'll, I'll stick to that level, we'd see it that. By the seventh inning, families were getting wrapped up for the night and ready to go home and, and get mm-hmm. kids to bed. And uh, you know, if it's a weeknight game, getting ready for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it at the minor league level because some of the owners of the Northwoods leagues also own minor league teams. Um, for example, the Final Act Dock Spiders are also owned by the same group that owns the uh, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, the oh, okay. single yep. team. And they saw their game times drop by a solid half hour last year, if not a little bit more. And I think when you look at what hurts baseball. It's that pace of play, and mm-hmm. it's not about penalizing. And I think you're gonna you're gonna see that the initial part, and that's what you've seen in spring trading. But guys are gonna get used to the pace, mm-hmm. and, and that penalization is gonna go away. It's just not gonna be a part of the games later in the year because they'll just be used to that pace. And I think if you've watched the World Baseball Classic this year, you've seen that's the case because 
There's no pitch clock in the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. However, the pace of play is much faster than it's been in previous years because guys are already getting used to working at that faster pace. Mm-hmm. It's a much more engaging game. The defense is more attuned to the game. They're, they're just more involved. So, I mean, we've seen the pace, uh, the level of defense increase in games. Uh, overall, I'm just, I'm just really excited about it. I think it's going to make the game a lot better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't want to penalize the guys. We, we've all seen the highlights of two strikes, and you've got a pitch clock violation, and the guy's out. And, and right. That's not great optics. I'm not going to say otherwise. Mm-hmm. But when you see uh, the game's played at a faster pace, it's more engaging. People are more excited to be there. And they can stay to the end of the game mm-hmm. and, and enjoy the whole process and, and be more enticed to come back in the future. You know, one thing I was kind of curious, like, if it would change my habits of viewing it. Because, like, you know, basketball is always kind of constant pace, back and forth. You're in tuned. And, like, if you go to a football game, it's like, okay, I'm going to go over to the bathroom or get something to drink at halftime, end of the quarter. Baseball is always, like, the most relaxed. You can mm-hmm. kind of get up, go. But now with the constant faster pace, I feel like it's going to be like, okay, i got to keep paying attention to this. You know, I can't sure. get up and grab something because – you know, they're going to take a minute between or two minutes between pitches or something like that. The thing I'd say, it's still baseball. And, mm-hmm. and uh, watching, so we watched six games up at U.S. Bank Stadium a couple weeks ago. The games just kind of fly by. And, and that's mm-hmm. the fun thing is it, it's engaging. But then it, it's still baseball where we, we sat back and chatted. And, you know, mm-hmm. you hear the crack of the bat. You kind of look at what's going on. And uh, especially at Carson Park where there's a limited bit of netting. And um, yeah. we're working on that with the city. <laughs> but uh, we want people to pay attention to it. So, I mean, it's, right. it, I think people should be engaged. But uh, it, it's just going to be a better product overall. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Would you say, and I know you're, you're a big baseball fan throughout your whole life, but mm-hmm. would you say with, you know, with your Express involvement ownership now, are you a little bit more in tune to it? Because, I mean, you're going to watch these college games. I don't know sure. if you've gone do, done that before. Would you say you're more, like, involved now at the college level kind of watching that and, and some of these other programs? I certainly pay attention more than I did. Yeah. Uh, like, my, my Twitter follows have jumped way up in terms of who I follow because I just mm-hmm. like to know what's going on around and, and right. obviously following our alumni and, and what they're up to and, and guys coming in. and uh, So, like, my ESPN Plus, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time – you know, if my Timberwolves aren't playing in the evening, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I spend a lot of time flipping through ESPN Plus games to see who's playing that I can watch right. that I know. So yeah, definitely. So awesome. Yeah. So I know we've had a couple. Uh, Sammy's kind of mentioned it a couple times, but you know, some great stuff that's already announced and planned for for the Express. The Bob Euchre bobblehead, I think, is going to be fantastic for yeah. that. I mean, you might have people waiting outside hours before, or I know it's a pre sort of thing there yeah. too, but that's. That's got to, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we're, we're excited about that one, and and uh, you know Bob is such a distinct look, and I mm-hmm. think the 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 artist really captured uh, his likeness and image. I, I think people yep. will be impressed when they say like they'll know right away. Oh, that's Bob Euchre with it with, which mm-hmm. isn't always the case with bobbleheads. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun, and you know he's he's really um, as synonymous with Wisconsin baseball as anybody mm-hmm. uh, that that I can think of, other than maybe uh, Hank Aaron, you know, right? Because of what Hank accomplished, but. Um, it's a great, great promotion. We're kind of excited to cap off. These are the the, the legends of the Braves and the Bears, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he's probably the perfect face to do it to. And and, and yep. so lucky to have heard him for years and years uh, broadcasting games. Exactly. So, and we still get to hear him on our station. That's here right. Too. So that's that's, right. that's awesome. And then I think what's got everybody excited is the jerseys. Those, yeah. Those. Uh, Everyone but Dale. That's not Dale. Oh, thing. really? No, that's no. ooh, a little inside <laughs> info here. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sammy said you were the one who designed them, right? You, I did. Yeah. yeah, I. You know, yeah. You always talk about what we can do to freshen things up, and and we've talked about. I I don't want to change the name. I, mm-hmm. I think that's something. That they, they've been 
the Express for since you know 2005, and I think that's something that everybody's really connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to change the name. I mean, I think you'll probably see us maybe change some colors up at some point or a logo or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But kind of what can we do to create some fun? And I think that's really an opportunity at this level of baseball that you've got that you can change it up and 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 have an exciting time. And some of the teams in the league have changed names for a stretch just for them. Mm-hmm. We do that with the Bears. Yep. I think you'll see us do more promotions like that where we've got a limited run under a different name, uh, kind of workshopping some of that stuff right now but mm-hmm. the 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 columbia blue or baby blue jersey that we got coming back kind of a nod to the the 80s style that's that's yep. kind of back and play in the major league level and the college level too um yeah we we, we just kind of went through the rawlings jersey designer on my phone at home and kind yeah. of worked some stuff up and like hey what do you think of this and well they're sharp looking man good uh, uh, glad I, to I, that. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to get them and i i can tell you, I, I plan on having one of those uh, hanging in my basement when I, yeah. when the season's over. Yeah, can I I'm, I'm, I'm going to bid on one. Yeah, I get it. Well, we appreciate it, though, too, because uh, those bids are helping backyard dreams yeah. uh, for us here, too. I will say I know one of our uh, diehard followers and Express followers, G-Man, is probably going to bid on a couple of those things. That's to good. Add to his, That's great. To his collection over there, too. But that's uh, yeah, five games uh, that they're going to be. Yep. Uh, auction off, and it's just they're awesome looking. And you're right because when you look at like minor league baseball, I mean, even in Northwoods League, the tots, yep. you know, you got the names like that. You see all these other names yeah. that are, and that I think you hit it on the head too. It's like it makes it a little bit more fun having the different variations there, and sure. you know, even maybe a little bit more swag, you yep. know, for for people to purchase and yeah, that too. Obviously, you know, that that's the goal is to mm-hmm. make it make financial sense for us to to own and run the team. So right. we're, we're we're excited about all those possibilities and. We'll do more of that stuff in the as, as time goes on. We obviously, you know, work that stuff through the Northwoods League, but uh, right, uh, yeah. I think one year the uh, the final like Doc Spiders were the were the utter, utter tuggers. I mean, yes, yes. So there's there's yep. great stuff like that out there, and it's so stuff that we can lean into with with the Midwest culture, mm-hmm. with the West Wisconsin, with Eau Claire, Chippewa Valley. Um, we got a lot of ideas that we're working through. So. That's awesome, and that's really cool too. Like the last since you've been on board to be open to those ideas and, and pursue those ideas too. That I think that draws more. You know, fans and maybe even the younger fans to, sure. to come to the ballpark too. That's what sure. gets everybody excited. I mean, you know, I'll give you guys credit. My five-year-old, we've uh, and I forgot because I told him he, he he drew you guys a picture, and I forgot to bring it. Oh no! So I got a Sammy's going to be mad, um, and Hudson's going to be mad now too because I forgot <laughs> it on the counter. But I've asked him like, you know, who are your favorite teams? And the Express are in his top three. Oh, that's great. That's and awesome. I will ask, well, do you want to go to a Bruce game? No, I'll go to an Express one. You know, and it's like that, but it's that environment you guys have created. Well, good within yeah. the last year over there that he wants to go to those. My my father in law uh, is a baseball fan, has listened to Brewers games for years, and, and would get the games once in a blue moon. But uh, he never really experienced Express. He was in Chippewa Falls, and mm-hmm. you know, just that Eau Claire's pretty far away for him to go. That's a long distance. <laughs> so, uh, but but snuck him down to a couple games last year, and then he ended up. He he was listening every game on the radio that he wasn't watching uh, wasn't watching in person and, and really got to know all the guys and mm-hmm. uh, really got into it. I think that's what blows a lot of people away when they first go is they think ah it's kids trying hard it's a little bit better than high school ball and it's like these guys are one step away from being pros and mm-hmm. uh, some of these guys are going to be pros and they're going to be substantial pros. Yeah, I mean I remember I told the story earlier, but I was in little league and uh, our team had won a contest. I think it was a sign up through the Hardys in Medford. You know, and it was uh, the closest team at that point we had was uh, Wassa, the Woodchucks over the there. The Woodchucks, yeah. And we won a contest, so we got to get introduced on the field with the players. Mm-hmm. And I still have the program from all those players signed on there. But Little Leaguer, you know, th- that was the greatest thing as, as a kid to be introduced on the field yeah. with those players. And that was my first, like, baseball game, going to a baseball game. Sure. And I still remember everything about that day. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I've loved about being involved in this 
it's getting more and more expensive to go see a Major League Baseball game. And mm-hmm. to the point, it's, it's cost prohibitive for a lot of families. On top of getting to Milwaukee, on top of getting to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. it's cost prohibitive. And when you can come uh, bring a family of four to our game, sit in the GA seats, which are right there, 20 bucks uh, for four seats. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... it's uh, it's a heck of a deal to get to watch some high-quality baseball and, and see guys that might really make a difference in the game someday. And that's the thing. You just never know. I mean, Dalton's up there in Toronto. I mean, he's – you go to every MLB.com article, I think, before the season started about hitters, and he's on those he's lists. Watch, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, the the advanced stat guys are really excited about him because mm-hmm. he – I forget what the exact stats call and stuff, but uh, essentially it's – Outs that he makes above what normal guys would make. That mm-hmm. he's making plays that guys don't make. And for a guy to be a catcher and then become that good of a center fielder right. is just unheard of. Uh, he, he's just off the charts athleticism. Yeah, and, and such a smart. And I think being a catcher, such a smart guy. He just reads reads the game really well. So mm-hmm. excited to see him with all those guys in Toronto. It's it's they should be the the Toronto second generation though because it's just it's him Vlad Guerrero Jr. Exactly. Uh, Bichette Jr. You know mm-hmm. Bichette, Bichette. And then uh, Kevin Biggio, I mean, he's got all these second-generation guys. It's kind of fun to watch. That them. is really cool. But, you know, and that's the thing is, like, you may, you're may you watching these kids and you just don't know. They might be that next Dalton Varsho. They might be the next, you know, all-star baseball player out there. Yeah. The Northwoods League has such a great pedigree with all that. Yep. And there's there's guys that come into town that we watched, too. There was a guy last year uh, just killed us. Uh, Bryce Matthews from St. Cloud was just mm-hmm. great. And he's playing at uh, Nebraska now. So I went to watch uh, Will Rizzo play for Nebraska pitch for us last year. Bryce Matthews is there, and I kind of pointed out to you know, the guys we were with, I'm like, hey, this guy killed us last year. He's gonna, he, he's a good player, and next to bat, crushes one into left field for a home run. I mean, just there's some, there's some amazing athletes that have come through there. Um, Brooks Lee, uh, unfortunately, was the COVID year and Express didn't play, but mm-hmm. played in Wilmer. And actually, actually, he was gonna play in Eau Claire until we we couldn't play. Um, but he, he's, I think you're gonna see him crack the big league lineup for the Twins this year, and they're, mm-hmm. they're talking big things for him as well. That's so, awesome. There's some exciting, exciting guys coming through. Well, I know too uh, at the ballpark too. You got uh, some other stuff that's getting planned up there too. Even like a, what mobile ordering, or you know, yeah. you can order some concessions from, yeah. from where you're um, sitting. I, I love old baseball architecture. I, I really am a fan of that stuff. So we've we've had a lot of discussions about Carson Park and what we can do to to make things better. Um, we're not going to touch the grandstand because that's mm-hmm. that's a historic site. It's awesome. But it doesn't uh, work real well for the modern age of baseball in terms of getting concessions and stuff like that. So the idea is sit in your seat, watch the game, uh, order your food, and when it's ready, we'll send you a text message to say, hey, come pick up your food. So hopefully you just miss a pitch or two rather than have to miss a whole half inning and, and yeah. stand down there in lines where just people feel uncomfortable in this day and age. So yeah. I'm excited about bringing that to uh, to Carson Park. That is really cool, too. And then I can't wait to see uh, your new uh, the the swag. <laughs> all that stuff, yep. you know, kind of getting that set up. I know Todd over at Close Up, he, yep. he does a good job over there. Todd's, yeah, that's, we're, that's we're excited about stuff that's coming along. And, mm-hmm. and we uh, we have a, a new tent kind of in place, not a new mm-hmm. tent, but a new structure in place. We'll be able to do that stuff indoors and um, looking at ways to engage uh, more and more fans of the ballpark and, and, and make it a fun experience. The, seeing the Little Leaguers there is just really one of the highlights for me. And, yeah. and I remember when I was a kid, Going to baseball stuff, the one thing I loved doing was finding the radar gun that we could throw and try and see. So we're kind of getting that set up, too, that we could have a radar gun there that kids can throw. And uh, hopefully guys in the fan deck who uh, have had a couple drinks and want to show off to each other how much, how fast they can throw, too, so we can uh, you know, That's make that. That's very fun. funny you mentioned that because, I kid you not, that – so I didn't even mention that, but that's when we went to that Woodchucks game. Yeah. They had that there, and so we all did it. Yeah. And that's when my Little League coach was like, oh, we're going to try you at pitcher. <laughs> so that's how I ended up being a pitcher was because of that radar gun. There you but go. we were all lined up doing it there, and it was a bl- – I'll do that any there, day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'll throw I, up my I elbow, but yeah, <laughs> I would have done it before I tore my labor when I was in my early twenties. Now that now the velocity doesn't look quite as impressive. Yeah, as I, I know. Did, but uh, yeah, but uh, hey, maybe first pitch or something like that. Then I'm done. You know, so I you know I coach my my son's ponies, uh, age kids, and and uh, they're always talking smart about who. Oh, I throw this harder. So I'm excited to get that set up so I can get all them there. So, all right, let's put this to bed once and for all. Who yep. throws the hardest, and then the rest you got to be quiet. Because I remember too, <laughs> like we were in in the league, and my buddy Anthony. Everybody's like, oh, he throws 80 miles an hour. We're like eight, nine years old, but you know, it's like <laughs> forty-seven. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but it was like oh, eighty, and everybody believed it. You know, yeah. we we didn't know any better uh, at that time. So that's going to be fantastic. So, uh, what has you really excited about this this upcoming season? Uh, just anything in general? I mean, you got a year under your belt. Is there anything that you're really looking yeah. forward to besides just you know getting back to baseball? Yeah, I can't wait for that. Just in general, but uh, we're really excited about hosting a player. We're just seeing mm-hmm. the. Uh, Relationship that the other host families had with their players, and and w- what a special bond that is for their for their kids to be a part of too. We're excited to have that for our, our kids. We we live a little further away from the stadium, but uh, you know a lot of the guys come with cars these days. So looking mm-hmm. forward to, to to having players like that. But getting out to the ballpark, I, I think we're we're updating some script things uh, to 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 refresh and things that just needs to happen every every couple of years and every season to to make it a fresher, newer, and, and more exciting product. We got some mm-hmm. new uh, fun sponsors coming on board. That I think will really. Uh, increase uh, the enjoyment of the game for people, and mm-hmm. just getting back with the ballpark. And we're we're working on some some long term stuff. I think will make a difference. We're we're kind of at you know step two of a, of a video board there, which would make a huge oh, difference nice. as that yeah. goes forward. And we can make that official. But uh, that probably won't be this season. It'll more likely be the following mm-hmm. season. But I'm confident we'll Something get that to done and get the scoreboard. So absolutely, yeah. that's that's fantastic. So uh, I know when we had Dale on. Uh, he said he told you that you got spoiled your first year <laughs> <laughs> with with the success of of the team and that. Uh, did does that set too high expectations now for you? Or yeah, you know? yeah, all I ask is that we win every game. That's, uh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, I, I just said it's, it, you got to look at the other way, Dale. You've set expectations too high. Now that's the that's issue. a good way. That's, that's that's more the problem is that I exactly. Um, we we lost the home opener to lacrosse. We went, ah, no big deal. If we're doing our jobs, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. And then once they start winning, you get addicted to that in a hurry. And I, mm-hmm. I, that's uh, uh, when you hear about new owner syndrome about, you know, in professional sports, how they come in and want to make a splash and, and, and do something right away. And I think like Timberwolves making the Rudy Gobert trade, whether right. that was awful or not, we can debate that for the next 10 hours. <laughs> but uh, they want to make a splash to make it uh, make it their own. And, and I can say I, I can understand that now. I don't want to do it, but I can understand that from the standpoint of, you get addicted to that feeling of winning right away. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Well, we we do it as fans too. You mm-hmm. know, it's you know following along with that, and yeah, I can't wait. And I'm just kind of following. You know, I was checking out your Twitter page the other day. You know, we got uh, some promotions that you're starting to announce mm-hmm. uh, a little bit here and there. You got uh, was it uh, the uh, the entertaining elders? I think they're called. They're coming uh, back. Coming back. Uh, they're so. great. Uh, one of the acts I think everybody's going to love if they didn't see him last year is. Uh, it's amazing Tyler. I'm going to say the name wrong. Amazing Tyler. He's a balancing act. Oh, okay, yep. It's it might not sound that exciting when you hear it, but he is an unbelievable showman, and I've never seen a guy engage a crowd quite like he does. And in fact, Andy Naborak, who used to mm-hmm. own and, and and manage the team, was at the game he was at, and he messaged me after the game and said, "Hey, just so you know, this." 
all the years I've been involved, I'd never seen a guy engage fans the way he did, how, how great of an entertainer he was. Because he just works his way through the crowd and uh, has people mm-hmm. hand stuff in their pockets and he'll balance it. And uh, so I, it's kind of my goal. i got to find some crazy things for that night to bring along that we can make him balance. So, yeah, that yeah. will be awesome. <laughs> Shout out to my neighbor, Andy, there too. So oh, he's great. I, I, I wish our paths would have crossed at different times because mm-hmm. I, I really uh, enjoy him and I would have loved to work with him on this. He's Definitely a dedicated uh, fan or you yeah. know, supporter. Well, it's for, great. For he still comes, yep. still comes to five-game packs, and we see him at the ballpark all the time. Yep, definitely. So uh, I can't wait for season to come. I can't wait for June 2nd because that's our night uh, yes, as well. right away. I'm getting uh, the arm a little bit, trying to loosen <laughs> it up. Don't have the radar gun for that game. Though. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll have Hudson in the bullpen ready to go. Well, we can, I'm we going to try if, yeah. to get him out there. So he was a little nervous last year, but now he's, like, geeked up. We're getting ready for T-ball season yep. uh, again this year. So. Last year he was hitting lefty, but this year he's kind of moving back to right. Okay. So I think he was trying to find that you know balance, but he's a little, you know, as much as I want him to hit lefty, he's well, got I, a little. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm left-handed through and through, so I'm a little biased. But my my kids disappointed there, they're all they're all right-handed. So oh really? I blame, okay. blame my wife for that. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> that's what he could do both, but I could sense there's a little bit more comfortableness from the right side of the plate. But <laughs> we'll see. But I'd love to, you know, I'd, you know, because I'm coaching his t-ball team too, so we might have to. That's a uh, Coaching's a loose term. It's just like shepherding cats is kind of what that is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing in the dart. You know, you're kind of spread out on the field and making sure they don't get hit in the face if somebody, you know, does get a hold of one off the it, table. It happens. There's going to be blood and t-ball at some point every year. It just happens. My my uh, my younger one took one in the chin mm-hmm. uh, playing the pitcher's mound. But uh, those are great memories. I, I, yeah. I, I love each level we get to because the ball gets better and better and the kids are funnier and stuff. But those those younger years of baseball sure are special, and they go by fast. They do. Holy moly! They sure yeah. do. I was looking at his card from last year, and I'm like, <laughs> already getting there. Well, Craig, appreciate you stopping by, and uh, we're going to keep doing this more. I, I'm thankful for you guys for letting us do your, your podcast too. This is oh, been a lot we're of fun. So. And I would encourage it, when people see me out at the ballparks, grab me and say hi. And I'm mm-hmm. glad to meet people. I'm excited to be there. It's there's no place I'd be, and I can't sit in one spot for more than an inning. I just get too. Well, I've noticed so. that at the ballpark. You're, yeah, you're so, all around. So man. grab me, and if you think this guy's never going to leave, don't worry, I'll, I'll get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, owner Craig Toyson, thanks again for stopping by. I can't wait for the season to get here. You guys got a lot of stuff planned. Excited for the jersey stuff, and again, big thanks for supporting back our dreams with that too we're going to make sure we we raise a lot of money and get a lot of people in the stands this Absolutely. year too so awesome let's play and enjoy some warmer weather too man You're someday lucky. the snowbanks can't stay forever i don't want to make rules about what we do with snowbanks in left field <laughs> that's, that's a good one greg appreciate it buddy thanks that's going to do it for this episode of the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast big thanks to owner craig toyson for joining us for this episode of the podcast Hey, reminder, if you are not following or subscribing to the All Aboard, the Old Claire Express podcast, and your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple and Spotify, go ahead and do so so you never, ever miss another episode. And don't forget to send it to your family and your friends so they can also take a listen to the All Aboard Old Claire Express podcast. We're getting closer to opening day, getting closer to baseball season. So until next time, I'm Dan Casper. We'll talk to you again on the next episode of the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast.